Welcome to the Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin. At the beginning of the year, many churches and many believers will dedicate a time of fasting and prayer to start the year off seeking God's favor and God's blessings and God's wisdom for things that are going on in our lives. Well, I'm going to bring a series of messages about fasting, the purpose for fasting, and how God works through fasting. At the end of this broadcast, I'm going to share with you how you can listen to it again and share it with friends and other church members who may not be as informed about fasting as they could be. God is still in the business of doing some amazing, wonderful, powerful things. Let's pray that God will speak to our hearts today. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. When we are fasting, we're telling our body, now wait a minute, I'm going to take some control here. You're not going to have control. I'm going to shut you down for a while and what you like. You like watching TV? You like the Housewives of Atlanta? You ain't going to see them. You like these shows? You're not going to see these. I'm turning the whole thing off. I'm unplugging it. The kid's not watching it. That's what I like. That's my favorite show. I come home and I spend time. People don't have time to read the Bible, but they won't miss their show. Why? Because that appetite, I got an appetite for that. So we're saying we're changing this appetite. That's what fasting does. We got to rearrange some things here. That's why God is saying, oh, you, you, you know, I know you're not calling this a fast and listening to all of that ungodly stuff you pouring into your spirit being and you say you're fasting. So a fast is to realign so that we're not control body, soul, and spirit. We'll control spirit, soul, and body. Who's in charge here right now? Because most believers, see, Paul called those believers in uh, the book of Corinthians carnal. That means that they are ruled by their flesh and their fleshly desires, what their mind wants and what their body wants. He called them carnal. And he said that you can't do what God wants you to do because you are yet carnal. And the church is full of carnal believers. Which means that their flesh man, their physical man, that appetite controls what they want. They talk like the world. They walk like the world. They have the same desire. They dress like them and they want to be just like the world. And you can't say nothing to them. They get mad just like the world. They want to just slap you too. When the Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, some things got to be crucified. You just don't fast to lose somebody else. Most of your losing is going to have to be with you. So you can begin to walk upright. You can get rid of that attitude, that mindset that causes you to go off. Lord, I need, to, I, need to, I need control of my temper. I keep going off. You know, you got to go take some medicine so you can calm down, all that stuff like that. You need to fast. And if you stop eating all this processed food, you'll probably calm down. Eat you some greens. And some cabbage and some squash. <laughs> Fasting not only has the spiritual benefits, it has, it has physical benefits in your body. We don't even need to get to that. Our minds then cater to our carnal appetite. And then we get to the point where we said the spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak, which means I need to cater to the flesh. That's when you're in that situation where it's a body soul, then spirit. You're saying the spirit is weak. 
when you're saying the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, what you're really saying is the spirit is weak and the flesh is strong. Fasting properly reverse those influences. We bring the flesh under subjection by starving the physical appetite and feeding our spiritual appetite. So while you're starving physically, you should be feeding spiritually. I'm eating the word. And I know as soon as you start fasting, you start getting headaches, you start, uh, you start seeing double, you know, uh, or you get nauseated, all kind of stuff start happening. And, and that's about 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> On the first day. <laughs> now just think about it. How many of you uh, sometimes, you don't even eat till 11 o'clock. You just get up. I don't eat no breakfast. I just get up, get going. Wait till you start fasting. You get up and you get in the car before you get to the first red light. You'll be seeing a, a McDonald's and looking good. Sausage, biscuit, and egg, croissant. All kind of things come to your mind. And you'll be saying, oh, Lord, I'm hungry. So you don't never eat till 11. So the devil don't want you to fast. He doesn't want you to fast. He understands the spiritual implications of somebody fasting properly. He don't want you to do that. He's going to mess with you for fasting. And you're going to have to fight and fast. The fast that God has chosen consists of changing our lives and building us up for the spirit to use us for his work. He wants to use us after we have gone through that fasting period. And that's why fasting shouldn't be just annually. It ought to be a regular exercise. It ought to be a regular exercise. We ought to be fasting regularly. When I was a child, the church would have a fast. They put the kids, everybody on the fast. We had to fast and, and, and pray. Uh, it was a full fast with just water. Sometimes it was fasting with no water. No food, no water. It was child abuse. <laughs> sort of. Yes. When we fast these days, my mother said, we got a wimpy fast. That ain't no kind of fast. Well, we're trying to get y'all started. But this fast that we're having, it's going to be 21 days, but several days is just going to be full fast. Three days whole days, 24-hour days. And so some people haven't been used to fasting at all, so it's going to be a struggle with just uh, no meats and no sweets. Others of you need to step it up and go three days, seven days, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Fasting without prayer, again, is not fasting. If you look at this text, here's what God is asking us to do when we're fasting. Forgive those who've wronged us. Get rid of any bitterness out of our lives, any malice in our hearts. We're getting ourselves aligned. We're getting ourselves right. Be determined that we will right the wrongs we've done. It's a good time to go out and apologize to somebody when you're fasting. Go out and apologize and tell them you're sorry for doing what you've done. You, you weren't yourself. But now that you're fasting, you're your real self. When you fast and pray rightly, you're going to have some results. Look at the results that God said that they would have in verse 8. After you would fast how he asked you to fast, he said, listen, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Your healing, that's more than just physical healing. Some of us need emotional healing. We need mental healing. We need healing in our relationships. We need all kinds of things for God to do. He says, your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. 
You know, I believe fasting and praying really moves God's heart when he sees his people because he knows what it takes to fast and pray. He knows how serious you are when you really get into the kind of fast that he has called. See, because we, we, we want to call on God and God will look at us and say, you know, they, they ain't, they're not even just serious. They're just calling. You know, they're just calling. They're only going to call for a minute. And then when they get through, they're going on. They ain't going to think about it no more. But when you get serious, when you have a something you know you need God to do and you get serious about it, you, you start pushing your plate back, you start seeking his face, you lay before him. God knows what it takes to do that. And he knows how serious you are and that moves his heart. If you do away with the yoke of oppression and the pointing of the finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourself in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. Put away the yoke of oppression with the pointing of a finger and malicious talk. Watch your talking while you're fasting. You ought to be talking less while you're fasting. Cut your conversations out. Pastor say, I can't watch TV, so I just need, I'm going to get on the phone and talk to all my friends. You don't need to be talking to them either. Talk to the Lord. Shut everything down you can. I told you Sunday, go to Facebook and tell them you won't be back until you're through. And you might not be back then, depending on what the Lord say. Amen. If the Lord tell you to get off, will you get off? Somebody said, yeah, but they ain't even on. Amen. I'm, you never know what God might try to elevate you to. And he want to see what you want to give up. Oh, I want God to use me in a mighty way. Oh, I want the spirit of God. I want to go to another level. I want a new anointing. Do you? Think it ain't going to cost you nothing to go to that level? It's going to cost you something. What are you willing to invest? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to, to lay aside if you want to go to that length with God? You know that Jesus called his disciples. He said, well, you ready to leave your folks? Come on and follow me. They had to leave. Yeah, I want to follow you. Well, leave your folks. Let's go. Verse 11 said, the Lord will guide you always and will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. That's worth fasting right there. The Lord will guide you always and satisfy your needs. Where? In a sun-scorched land. When everything else is burning up, he's going to take care of you. When there's a famine, he'll take care of you. When there's a recession or depression or economic woes, you don't have to worry. I got you. You don't have to worry about a fiscal cliff. You don't have to worry about a debt ceiling. In the government, God says, I'm taking care of you. You would be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. I want to challenge you. Some of you need God to move for you in a significant way. Don't take this fast lightly. Just say, Lord, here's what I need, but I need to hear from you. You know, God has the answer. How many know that God has the answer to whatever you're going through? He's got the answer. He can tell you right where to stand, uh, how to position yourself, and what attitude you ought to have, and tell you what you need to be speaking. And what you need to declare and what you need to have faith for. Okay, let me say that again. What you need to have faith for. God can tell you what you need to have faith. You need to seek God so you know what you need to stand on and how long you need to stand and what you need to have faith for. He'll, he can tell you that while you're fasting and praying and he can hear you. Because, listen, you just can't get out there and blabbing and grabbing and just decide I'm just going to say it and I have enough faith to believe what I say I'm going to get. Well, if that's the case, you'd have had it by now. You got to hear what God say about your situation. 
You want to hear what he says? You got to get to a place where you can hear him and where he can speak into your life and your situation about whatever it is that's going on. Whatever it is that's going on, God can speak to you. As we need a change in our lives and our circumstances, let's be the one to initiate the change during the fast. Some of you have issues in your health. You know, God can tell you exactly what you need to do about your health. He can tell you exactly what you need to do. He knows the remedy. He knows everything. So if we want to do that, let's change our ways. Let's decide how we're going to approach this thing. I've been doing this long enough to know that there are some people that's going to be serious and they're going to fast and others of you, and I'm saying you because this is going to go out to more people than are here tonight. Others of you are not going to fast at all. I ain't worried about you all. I'm just trying for those who really want to seek God I'm just saying this is what you need to do. Because those who are not going to fast, you're just in the way. We are praying for you. If we move from going through the motions to a genuine passion for God and his righteousness, his light will break forth in our life like the dawn. Thank you once again for listening to the Light of the World broadcast. We certainly hope that your life has been enriched as we are teaching on fasting. Fasting is one of the most powerful weapons that God gives to the believers. It was Jesus who said this kind comes out by fasting and by prayer. I want to reemphasize that fasting without prayer is going to be ineffective. So always put prayer and fasting together. If you would like to hear this message again in its entirety, you can listen to us at our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also share those podcasts with family members or members of your church or someone who is not really informed about fasting. We find that there are people who are still wondering, how do I fast and why do I fast? And these messages are here to help with that. I also want to invite you to be a part of what God's doing at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church. We're meeting each Sunday at 16161 Old Humble Road. This is a wonderful time of year to come together as we pray and seek God's face, as we expect God to move in a significant, mighty way in our homes, in our church, in our families, and in our communities. God wants you to be a part of what he's doing in this day and in this hour. Also, I want to remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. If you need communion supplies, Sunday school material, books, Bibles, anointing oil, call us at the Beacon, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.